0: Welcome back to another edition of the Bowlers Extra Podcast. Here at JC dot com through SoundCloud, uh Mike Carmen on this Thursday evening after Purdue's exhibition victory over the University of Indianapolis. Uh eighty six to sixty four at Mackey Arena. Uh final tune up before the regular season begins Tuesday night against Bellarmine, uh at Mackey Arena, the first of four straight home games before Purdue then steps into the big tournament out in Connecticut, the Hall of Fame tournament, where they'll play North Carolina. And Purdue's going to have to do a lot of improving on the defensive end uh, uh, by the time they get to North Carolina to be able to, to compete. And it's important to know that, you know, this game coupled with the secret scrimmage against Providence, although there are some disturbing trend lines coming out of both of these games, and uh, and those trend lines have to do with what's going on or not going on on the defensive end. It's always good to know to have some perspective and keep in mind of, you know, A, it's a long season, B, these games tonight and last week don't count for anything other than putting film on tape. But there are also situations and habits that get created that have a tendency, if you don't come out of it, to stay with you uh, longer than what what it should. And that's what the makers are going to have to fix right now. They're not very good defensively. And although you in these scored 64 points, which is 25 points fewer than Providence did in overtime, um, you know, there were still some uh, things that didn't get corrected from the, the secret scrimmage based on what we were told and what, what we were able to glean from the box score. Um, you know, too much too many points in the paint again tonight for UND, which didn't have really any size to compete with Purdue. 22 points in the paint. Um, you know, Providence had a fair had 34 points in the paint uh, the other night. So, uh, and and a lot of those tonight came on dribble penetration, uh, you know, something that, you know, Purdue has to get straightened out. And, you know, that's, that's not just inside defense. That's perimeter defense. That's keeping the ball out of the lane, uh, as much as possible. So there are obviously some defensive issues that need to get worked out, need to get straightened out. Um, You know, Purdue was just kind of, you know, I felt just kind of there the first five to six minutes, you know, made some subs and got the energy up a little bit. You know, the crowd was terrific. The crowd was raring to go because they'd been away for a year and they were eager to see this team after, you know, not watching them at all last year in person, but also with the high expectations for this year's team, you know, to kind of come out with a bang and you know, get things rolling. You know, Purdue eventually did and pulled away uh, for the win, but it's not uh, it, its not one that, you know, you, Matt Painter's not happy about it, but he has more teaching tools, and that's what these two events are designed for. And then, you know, the curious question is now what happens Tuesday when the season's for real and there's a, you know, there's, there's going to be a 1-0 and record or an 0-1 record out of this deal and you're playing for keeps at that point point. Um, and this is a veteran team uh, this is a team with a lot of experience and a lot of talent uh, but it's not the same team it was a year ago it's, it's, a, it's a much different team even though the names and the faces are pretty much the same but it's a different team with a different chemistry with a different vibe uh there's just a lot of things different that that need to come together, and it's a long season, and it's November, and there's you know no need to to to, to get that out of shape about what's going on, but they do I mean, they do have some issues they have to figure out, um, and that I you know I think that will happen over time. They're just they're too good, they're too talented, you know, I, I believe they're too well coached. Not for those things, you know, for those things not to happen. And if they don't happen with cer- certain individuals, you certainly have a lot more options than painters have in the past. So you can go to different people and try different lineups to get a your message across and b and get the production that you want. But from a positive standpoint, tonight, you know, I think Caleb first showed that he definitely belongs in the starting lineup and. He definitely belongs uh on the court playing a lot of minutes um, He looks like a player that has been in the program for like three years i so mean he really does he just he fits in seamlessly with everybody else um, you know he he's meshed very well uh and part of that is he just kind of he does what he's told and he he goes about it in the right way. Um, this, this guy is going to step out and shoot threes and hit threes, much to, this, to the dismay of opponents. Because they're not going to be able to get out and, and cover him as much because you're concerned about what's going on inside with Travion Williams or Zach Eaton. So where, do you, where are you going to commit your resources to? You're going to commit it inside because you don't want Travion and Zach going off for 30 points. But that's gonna that's gonna give first a lot of opportunities on the perimeter. Um, and this guy can knock him down. Now he's you know, he's gonna have slumps, he's gonna go through periods where it's not gonna go in, but he's gonna have stretches where they're gonna go in and they're gonna be big shots, and they're gonna be game deciding shots, and they're going to be uh shots that start a run, uh, or end another team's run. So he has that capability, but I I just feel like, you know, when you watch him play, he just looks like he's been in the program for like two or three years, and you know, and that's just, oh, he just he just looks the part, and he, you know, I thought that when he committed, (laughs) I thought that when I first saw him play um, back in high school that he just kind of had Purdue written all over him, and um, you know, I think he's he's a star in the making, uh, but this team has a lot of. A lot of those type of players right now. But even looking beyond this year, you know, he is going to be a centerpiece of what Purdue does in the future. And he might end up being a bigger centerpiece this year than, than really uh, anybody thought. Uh, But again, it's an exhibition game. You know, if you're not going to make, if you're not going to make a big deal about some of the defensive problems and keep those in perspective, you also have to keep. Kind of the positives and the good things in perspective as well, you know, with Taylor first. But I, you know, I really think this guy's got a, you know, and other people have said it, and you know, Matt Painter has said it. And it, it it's true. I mean, this 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 guy's got a bright future. Uh, he's going to do very well here at Purdue, and he's going to do very well this year on this team, based on who's around him. And this, you know, I, I think he could have a fabulous season because you have Travion Williams, you have Zach Eadie, you have Jake Ivie have Brandon Newman. you know the list goes on of guys that you also have to pay attention to you know he in high school he was the guy that everybody paid attention to now he may be the fourth guy a team has to pay attention to because you're worried about all these other things and that's going to allow his skill set uh, to come out even more I think but he is gonna be as again the guy belongs uh, painter said that he would start he's going to be a starter Thursday and I, I think it's gonna be very Excuse me. very, very difficult to get him out of the starting lineup. And, you know, that doesn't, from a minute standpoint, you know, that's going to cut into, you know, where Trey Kaufman plays. Uh, It's going to cut into Mason Gillis when he comes back, uh, where he plays and how many minutes he's going to get. You know, first has taken hold of this position, the fourth spot. And I don't see him letting that go anytime soon. Now, there, there's a lot of things that can happen. You get in foul trouble, but I think you know. I think I think the guy is there to stay. I think it's going to be really hard to get him out of there. You know, the other things that I think you walk away from tonight, and and, and you try to build on, or you try or that you like. Um, you know, there, there's a, there's a ton of depth on this team, and I you know people have already, um, whether it be fans or. Other media have already kind of come to the conclusion that Painter can't play 10 or 11 guys and make this successful. Um, now, history tells you that there's a lot of truth in that. But no one knows how the season's going to play out. No one knows exactly who's going to stay healthy the whole season. So you need, you know, right now they are too deep. Three deep at certain spots, but they're definitely two deep at every spot. So if you do have an injury, you don't. There's really uh, not a lot to fret about. Now it depends who who's getting injured. I think that that, that is, I think, yeah, I think that's an important thing to say. But they do have depth, and that, and you know, Pater's gonna, um, you know, he, he admits he, he's never had this never been in this position. He hasn't had this luxury. How it's going to work, he doesn't know. And, you know, Matt's usually pretty, on, you know, he's, he's usually pretty honest with, with us in the media uh, as far as answering the questions to the best that he can. And when he says he has no idea how this is going to work, you know, you have a tendency to believe him because I don't think he knows. And I think, you know, he's always the type of coach that just, okay, just it'll play out, it'll play out, you know, it'll play itself out, you know, end up how it should be based on all the factors that are involved. And you don't force it, you just kind of let it happen. Uh, He does that with guys playing time. You know, it just kind of, it figures it out on its own. And there, there may be games where he only plays eight, but I think the majority of the games you're going to see 10, 11 guys in there play it and and that can build well at the end of the games because guys are you know there are going to be some players who are going to be fresh um and it, you know it does it may prevent a guy from getting into a rhythm and stuff like that during a game but you know the at the end of the day if Purdue wins then you know that that's a positive for, for everybody involved um you know, Purdue, you know, did some things well on the offensive end. And, uh, you know, I thought Travion played well before he kind of you know, hyperextended his knee. Or, you know, that's me guessing what happened. It just, he came down awkwardly and he limped to the sideline. And, you know, he told the athletic trainer to go away. And uh, he just kind of worked it out on himself. But, yeah, you know, it's worth, worth watching. Uh, to see if that, that ends up as anything. I don't, I don't think so. You, you know, he came back into the game. But you know, I thought in his minutes tonight he he played well. Uh, he played hard. But, you know, as a group, they didn't co- collectively play hard enough. And you just hope that this team hasn't already settled into any kind of entitlement or any kind of, well, all we have to do is roll the ball out there and we're going to win type of thing. Uh, because it's very dangerous, and you end up losing a game that you had no business losing. And that could come in these first four games, it could come in a Big Ten game. Uh, so they've got some, you know, they do have some things to work out, but there's also, you know, also a lot of things tonight that, that were good. They we only had six turnovers. Uh, and now uh, you're playing a Division II team that doesn't have any size, you know, doesn't particularly shoot the Excuse me. shoot the ball well from 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 the perimeter, but you know you've got to. you has got to play some things out here uh, in the first couple weeks of the season to see to see kind of where where things land. You know, the other disturbing thing is that you know you um, Indy shot fifty percent for the field again. You know, Providence shot up fifty percent. Um, so. Defense will be a focus. You know, I, I don't expect a quick turnaround on that. That's probably something that's going to gradually happen over time. You know, if guys aren't buying in exactly what needs to be done, then there'll be some changes and reduction in minutes. also thought tonight there were, uh, you know, I thought Jaden Ivey was trying too hard. Uh, whether that was playing with the crowd, um, trying to make that spectacular play or what, but I thought he was trying too hard. There were a couple other players and they were just not doing what they just should do. Just, you know, play within yourself, let the game come to you, all those cliches. Um, And, you know, that's what Caleb first did. He just kind of let the game come to him, but there were others that were kind of trying too hard. And again, whether that was, you're playing in front of fans for the first time in a year or for some players, playing in front of fans, that many fans, for the first time in your life. You know, Zach Eadie, he'd never seen Mackey Arena full. Because when he came down on his visit, uh, I think it was very Fan Fest. Uh, then he played last year, and there were, what, 500 people in the stands. Uh, so Thursday night was the first time that he had seen a full Mackey Arena. Uh, and whether that you know whether there were some jitters there early on, because uh, you had you know a lot of players, I think ten players, have not really played in front of a packed house before, so you had to work some of those things out. And I and I expect Purdue to get better. They're they're just too talented, in my opinion, not to work it out. Uh, and they seem to have the right uh, chemistry to to get it done. But you know, time will tell on that. They, they, they just, you know, time, time will tell on them. You know what, whether they can, they can accomplish that and get that done. Um, and, and it's going to be a different kind of year. They're not going to speak up on anybody. You're going to get everybody's best shot, starting with Bellarmine on Tuesday. You know, UIndy. You know, they played Ohio State tough for a while, but then they pulled away. Um, I think UIndy plays Butler on Friday. Excuse me, Friday night. So. They're on their uh, money grab tour, Uh, just pocket pocket the guaranteed money and and get back home healthy and get ready for your division, division two season. But um, you know, obviously the defensive issues are are going to hover over this game and they're going to hover over this team until they can get those straightened out Um, and and then they'll go from there. You know, they're going to have four games. uh, Four games they should win. Four games they should play a lot of guys. Four games to to work on some rotations and work on some other things before they get to the two-game tournament in in Connecticut where they'll play North Carolina and then either Tennessee or Villanova. You know, if they can get to that tournament in good shape and feel better about what they're doing defensively, then you know, I, you know, this season really has a lot of promise. The one thing I, I hope doesn't happen with this team, I hope they just don't play to the level of competition. I hope they don't play, oh, it's a Division two team. We don't have to play that hard. Or it's Bellarmine. No one knows where Bellarmine is. Or it's Wright State. Or it's Indiana State. Or, you know, whoever else they're going to play in, you know, in the non-conference, that's not a a quote marquee, marquee game. You know, the great teams play through it regardless of the opponent. And if Purdue truly is going to be a great team this year, um, they have to come out and and play to their own level. Play to their own level of expectation. And if they do that, then they've got a chance to be really, really good. But if they're going to play just to the level of the opponent and not take it as seriously as they should or feel like, you know, they've already got the game won. And then they're going to get beat. They're going to get upset. Uh, they're going to struggle in some games and they're just not going to go as far um, in the, in the big 10 or NCAA tournament. Because once you get in that habit, once that becomes part of who you are, a part of your fabric it's really hard to get out of. So you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens here these first four games of the regular season. Um, or three three or four games of the regular season and and go from there to to see where this team is at. But again, you know, don't don't overreact, just kind of let things play out. Um See what happens on Tuesday and then beyond to really get an idea of uh, of uh, you know who this team really is. And again, we know they're we know they're really talented. We know that um, they can go a long way. They can they can win some championships this year, but you know a lot of things have to come together for for all that uh, to happen. All right. Well, we, we appreciate you stopping by. Uh, the podcast. If you have questions, concerns, uh, feel free to email uh M Carman C A R M I N at gannett.com, dot com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter, DM me. My DMs are open. And uh you can uh ask a question make a comment. Tell me I suck. I don't you know, I really don't care. Um I'm old enough where Nothing really bothers me. Um, so, anyway, we do appreciate you stopping by. And if you have any questions or concerns, feel free to, to hit me up. All right, football game Saturday, Michigan State at Purdue. Got a preview uh, with Chris Solari of the Detroit uh, Free Press. Uh, up on a podcast right now at jconline.com. Uh, he gave some really great insight into how Mel Tucker put together his roster uh, this year. Uh, and some of the key guys that have, uh, uh, that have, uh, contributed, uh, to, 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 to their success. It's, it's worth a listen to kind of get a gauge of how this Michigan State team came together and what they're doing right now to, to have the success they have. Big game for them. Big game for Purdue. And, uh, we'll be back afterwards to, to recap what happened and share our thoughts, uh, on, uh, on what transpired Saturday at Ross Age Stadium. Until then, have a good day.